0: Log Talk Radio. A one, a two, a four, two, three, oh, don't,
1: don't, don't say.
2: For yet another night With Daddy Chief Yeah Well, oh, who's on first? Yeah oh,
0: Who? The guy on first Who? The guy on first Who? The on first. first Who is on first? What are you asking me for? I'm asking you <laughs>
2: This is a gala day for you Well, a gala day is enough for me I don't think I can handle it anymore welcome to the grotto yes it's your old pal daddy, daddy g and his old pal Starzan, so far i've got my lovely sister pink warrior 218 in the house while well, we we'll wait for the rest of the world to show up going we'll to start with a little music while we're waiting and uh yeah i guess some trivia i want to say thank you to mr bruce springsteen and the g street five for the g street band Uh, Bruce Springsteen and I have the same birthday, which was two days ago. Thank you all for your birthday wishes, and that was a wonderful birthday, and I want to thank my sister and my nieces, uh, my niece Holly and my niece Jennifer, who have since uh, they're en route to Florida as we speak. I think they've arrived. But uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you for the birthday wishes. Thanks to everybody on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you all. So so uh, yeah, me and Bruce Springsteen and uh, Ray Charles, um, Mickey Rooney, um <laughs> uh Kublai Khan <laughs> Augustus Caesar, and there's a few of us running around the same same birthday. So anyway, whatever. Welcome everybody, we start some things off. Gonna get this gonna get the free smooth hand rolled souls. Now so we're gonna pass off some souls. Not a soul. Because souls are delicious. Take fry. <laughs> to Big Bang, let's start the show off with a big bang, and I also want to welcome Ford Prefect to the grotto, welcome buddy, take your clothes off, throw them in the corner, have yourself a gargle blaster, and uh, yeah, glad you made it, Ford Prefect. Of it to uh, my sister Deb, called to my attention a gentleman, whom is well known in Alaska. He is uh, the official balladeer, the state balladier of Alaska. Uh, his name is Jim. Uh, yeah, Jim Varsos. Okay. Uh, they also he's officially known as Hobo Jim. And uh, he's a very talented musician, singer, songwriter, has been for years. Since 1994, he was pronounced as Alaska's official state balladeer. Loves Alaska. Alaska loves him. But, dear, uh, just the other day, just less than a week ago, he, uh, he had developed some pain And uh, he had some intense pain. He did a couple more gigs. He was playing around Alaska because it's summertime up there. And uh, he he lives on the Kenai Peninsula there in Alaska. And he wrote uh, last Saturday, I guess it was a week ago, he experienced intense pain during the Alaska, Alaska State Fair at the beginning of this month. After traveling to play a few more gigs in the lower 48, he uh, was hospitalized in Nashville, Tennessee. And after three days of pricks, pokes, and probes, he was diagnosed with end-stage cancer. Uh, Cancer, which he didn't know he had, had spread through his entire system, and he had several very large tumors. So he was given three to six months to live. This is according to Varsos, and, uh, so, uh, we're going to do a bit of a tribute to Hobo Jim, and for those Alaskans who love him, and he's, this, this is pretty good stuff. It's a little twiny country, you yeah, know, kind of atypical for the grotto, but it's well done. It's, uh, a lot of picking and grinning, and some really, really good picking, I gotta admit, and, uh. Uh, yeah, and I want to thank my sister, Dad, for putting that past my radar, radar screen. So we're going to do this next little segment of the show uh, for Hobo Jim. In honor of Hobo Jim, uh, let's offer him up, up our prayers and well wishes for him and his family. And uh, let's just hold space for him, okay? Hobo Jim. I've got three selections here. We're going to start out with uh, the yodeling lager, okay? Now, yodeling is usually reserved for the possum lounge, those possums also who may be listening in. But uh, I've never done a yodel, yodel on the Daddy G show, but we're going to do a little bit of yodeling, you know? So we're going to start this one, the, the yodeling lager. <laughs> yodeling lager, here we go. Hogo Jim. Jim Brussels. Take it.
0: Will Johnny Black was a lumberjack. Moved to Alaska, never went back to the settled land of Northern Oregon. He loved, but his love was found untrue. Didn't know what else to do. Packed a little food, packed a little bit of money and a gun. Then he moved up into the Brooks Range, built a cabin topped with sod. Old trappers claim they've seen him. He's gone crazy. speaks with God. When wolves begin to howl and the bears move through the trees, you can hear Mad Johnny yodeling to the mountains in the breeze. see see lo see lo see lo
1: see
0: Well, County Black was a lumberjack Moved to Alaska, never went back To the settled land of northern Oregon He left when his love was found untrue Didn't know what else to do Packed a little food, packed a little bit of money and a gun And now old sourdoughs remember that mad logger around the mount Cold winters that have passed off are too numerous to count Somebody in the tavern claimed that he died years ago When a sound from up the mountain haunted everyone below
1: you <laughs>
2: Jim, Knock, knock. Who is there? Little old lady. Little old lady who... Never mind. Okay, this next one is uh, Hobo Jim. He's going fishing for chickens. It's a cute tune. Here we go.
0: Well, Grandpa gave me a fishing hole. We never had a fishing hole. Down on the farm, that really didn't matter to us. We'd sit out on the old front porch with a rusty can, full of a kernel of corn, bait her up, and cast her out in the dust. Fishing for chickens, trying to catch a big one. White ones, black ones, yellow ones, or red ones, don't matter, just as long as I get one, and mama finds out. Gonna catch another lickin'. Mama don't like nobody fishin' for chickens I remember the time that I got in On a feeding frenzy in a school of hens And I was reelin' one in Just when Mama come flyin' through the door Saying, cut that loose, kid, before you kill it I said it swallowed the hook Mama grease up the skillet I knew she's gonna wring my neck for sure Fishin' for chickens trying to catch a biggin' White ones, black ones, yellow ones, or red ones Don't matter just as long as I get one Mama finds out Gonna catch another licking Mama don't like nobody fishing for chicken Tight. I'd be sitting by Grandpa's side, waiting for the chickens to bite. I was sitting on the front steps, dreaming a bit, when I felt that leghorn rooster hit. And Grandpa yelled out, boy, that's the biggest one I ever saw. You land that one, son, sure enough, we'll drive em to town and get them stuffed. And when your mama ain't looking, we'll hang that rooster on the wall. I'll fish in for chicken, trying to catch a big one. White one, black ones, yellow ones, red ones. Don't matter just as long as I get one. Mama finds out. Gonna catch another Mickey. Mama don't like nobody. Mama don't allow nobody. Mama don't like nobody. Fishin' for chickens. All
2: of them, Fishin' for Chickens. Back in my drinking days in arizona and in phoenix uh i had a neighbor we had a boat and i don't think he ever took that boat on the lake (laughs) it was always up in the yard how do i know because he and i did a lot of drinking in that boat and we caught a lot of imaginary fish (laughs) so fishing for chickens is probably not that far from it so that's that one hobo Jim. Hold space for Hobo Jim and his family. And then this one. This is the Iditarod Trail. Whenever they do that Iditarod dog race uh, for over 1,000 miles from, uh, I don't know, well, you'll, you'll call it. It's from Anchorage all the way up north. Anchorage to Nome, I think. Uh during the wintertime, and it's a dog-suppled race. I don't know, they stick to the Long Johns and, They'll Log John, stick to them, and they know better than to put the tongue on the pump handle. But here we go. The official song to start the Iditarod Trail, Hobo Jim.
0: we well, way up in Alaska, the state that stands alone. There's a dog race run from Aquage in the Nome. And it's a grueling race with a lightning pace Where the chilly winds do wail Beneath the northern lights cross snow And the ice it's called the Iditarod Trail We'll give me a team and a good lead dog And a sled that's built so fine And let me race those miles to Nome 1049 Then when I get back to my home Hey, I can tell my tale I did, I did, I did the Iditarod Trail Well, the race, it won't be easy for the masters of the trail. And some of them will make it and some of them will fail. But just to run that race takes a tough and a hardy breed. And a lot of work done by the dogs that run across snow with a whistle and speed. We'll give me a team and a good lead dog and a sled that's built so fine, and let me race those miles to Nome, one thousand forty-nine. Then when I get back to my home, hey, I can tell my tale. I did, I did, I did, yeah, I did a right trail. We'll just pull out of safety, I'm on the trail all alone I'm doing fine and picking up time and running on in the gnome. There are no sled tracks in front of me and no one on my tail I did, I did, I did, I did a right trail We'll give me a team and a good lead dog and a sled that's built so fine And let me race those miles to Nome 1049 Then when I get back to my home, hey, I can tell my tale I did, I did, I did, I yeah, did
1: right
2: trail. I did, I did, I did, yeah, did the right I did I did, I did, I yeah, did, right trail. Thank you, Hobo Jim. Jim Varsos, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hold space for him and his family. And this one goes off to my sister, because uh for recommending that this is little alice francis sister <laughs>
0: Say I forgot it Ha-boom Keep going You be getting over that Till the moon From my birthday To your lonely girl just that he's Like a blistery
2: Fund me, and uh, as soon as I get that, I will announce it here in the grotto, probably next show or something. Uh, but he's got a GoFundMe page. If you really want to look, probably go to GoFundMe, and I'm sure they have a search window in there somewhere, and we can get the link in that. So anyway, moving forward, how about little... Tell around powers. there you go and uh thanks to ford prefect here in the grotto uh we found the gofundme link i guess for hobo Jim, and it's www.gofundme.com slash f as in foxtrot slash the wilderness way with hyphens in between the words the hyphen wilderness hyphen way so contribute generously to his GoFundMe page. Okay, one more killer of that palace, and then we're going to switch over to some comedy, because I don't think there's enough laughter in this world. that make you laugh, but also make you think. And starting off with the first one, why America is not really number one, okay? We're Part black.
3: of travel is when you come home, because that's when you see your country with new eyes. I was amazed to realize that we are, we are the only country that, that tells the rest of the world on a nearly constant basis that we are the greatest country on earth. And that but is a little fucking obnoxious. <laughs> and I know it's obnoxious. Because if you were in an office and there was someone there who came in every day and said, I'm the greatest fucker here.
1: <laughs>
3: and you sibling shits would die without me. <laughs> I can guarantee by the end of the week, you'd have killed him. (laughs) And eaten him just to try to possess his power. (laughs) The amazing thing is there are people who've never left this country who talk about the fact that we're the greatest country on earth. How fucking dumb is that? you don't know if you haven't left here you don't know there are countries that may be giving shit away every day
1: <laughs>
3: Canada is one of those countries you know what they give away health
1: insurance <laughs>
3: and we don't have national health insurance and if any country needs it this one does because this country is more obsessed about its health than any other country on earth we're completely obsessed about our health we're obsessed so much about our health that we worry about it and when you worry about your health you're fucking gonna get sick, aren't you? (laughs) I flew back from, uh, from Los Angeles and on the plane was a time magazine and there was a thirty page article about diabetes and I read every page and by the time that plane landed I had diabetes (laughs) and for all we study about health we know nothing is milk good or bad I rest my case (laughs) You don't know. You don't know anymore. And a lot of you were sitting there thinking, Fuck, I'm an adult. I don't have to drink that shit anymore. (laughs) When I was a kid, you knew milk was good. Because there was only one kind of milk. Moo-cow-fuck milk, and that was (laughs) it. And you had to drink four glasses a day. Now you don't know. Because when you go down the, the aisle of the grocery store, the milk aisle goes on for fucking ever. There's 1%, 2%, low-fat, skim, acidophilus milk. What the fuck are you
1: talking
3: about? Acidophilus milk, milk doesn't need a friend. That shit belongs in the yogurt section. Glactose intolerant milk, kiss my get. If you're lactose intolerant, you can't drink milk. So what's in the fucking cart? Get it out of there. Get it away from my milk. It is talking to my milk and making it feel bad about
1: itself.
2: Yeah, he makes you laugh and he makes you think. Okay, I don't know. Another guy that makes us laugh and makes us think. Uh, and he's still doing it from the other side. Who am I talking about? Of course, the one, the only, George Carlin. This guy.
4: Now this next thing, this next thing is about the English language. It's about little expressions we use, we, we all say, in the little sayings and expressions that we use all the time, most of us, and we never really seem to examine these expressions very carefully at all. We just sort of say these things as if they really made sense. Like legally drunk, well if it's legal, what's the fucking problem? Leave my friend alone, officer. He's legally drunk. You know where you can stick it. Why do we always assume everyone knows where they can stick it? Suppose you don't know. Suppose you're a new guy. You have absolutely no idea where to stick it. I think there ought to be a government booklet entitled Where to Stick It. Now that I think of it, I believe there is a government booklet like that. They send it to you on April 15th. Undisputed heavyweight champion. Well, if it's undisputed, what's all the fighting about? (laughs) It's the quiet ones you gotta watch you know that when uh, every time you see a story about a serial killer on tv what do they do they bring on the neighbor and the neighbor says well he was always very quiet <laughs> and someone in the room says it's the quiet ones you gotta watch <laughs> this sounds to me like a very dangerous assumption i will bet you anything that while you're watching a quiet one a noisy one will fucking kill you <laughs> you're in a bar and one guy sitting over on the side reading a book not bothering anybody another guy standing at the front with a machete banging it on the bar saying i'll kill the next motherfucker who comes in here <laughs> who are you going to watch <laughs> you're goddamn right lock them up and throw away the key this is really stupid
1: <laughs> where are you going to
4: throw the key right out in front of the jail His friends will find it. How far can you draw a key? 50, 60 feet the most. Even if you lay it flat on its side like that and you scale it, what do you get? An extra ten feet. Tops. This is a stupid idea. Needs to be completely rethought. Down the tubes. Hear that one a lot. People say, ah, the country is going down the tubes. What tubes? Have you seen any tubes? Where are these tubes? And where do they go? And how come there's more than one tube? It would seem to me, one country, one tube. But does every state all of a sudden have to have its own tube now? One tube is all you need. But a tube that big? Somebody would have seen it by now. Somebody would have said to Joey, Joey, look at a fucking tube. Big ass fucking tube over here. You never hear that. You know why? No tubes. We don't have tube one. We are essentially tubeless. Takes the cake. You know? See, boy, he really takes the cake. Where? Where do you take a cake? To the movies? You know where I would take a cake? Down to the bakery. To see the other cakes. (laughs) And how come he takes the cake? How come he don't take the pie? (laughs) Pie is easier to carry than the cake. Easy as pie. (laughs) Hey, wait. Cake is not too hard to carry either. of cake. (laughs) The greatest thing... Because you do know, folks, living in this country, you're bound to know that... Every time you're exposed to advertising, you realize once again that America's leading industry, America's most profitable business, is still the manufacture, packaging, distribution, and marketing of bullshit. High-quality, grade-A, prime-cut, pure American bullshit. And the sad part is, is that most people seem to have been indoctrinated to believe that bullshit only comes from certain places. Certain sources. Advertising, politics, salesmen, not true. Bullshit is everywhere. Bullshit is rampant. Parents are full of shit, teachers are full of shit, clergymen are full of shit, and law enforcement people are full of shit. This entire country, this entire country is completely full of shit and always has been, from the Declaration of Independence to the Constitution to the Star-Spangled Banner, it's still nothing more than one big steaming pile of red, white, and blue all-American bullshit. Because think of how we started. Think of that. This country was founded by a group of slave owners who told us all men are created equal. Oh yeah, all men, except for Indians and niggers and women, right? Always like to use that authentic American language. This was a small group of unelected white male landholding slave owners who also suggested their class be the only one allowed to vote. Now that is what's known as being stunningly and embarrassingly full of shit. And I think, I think Americans really show their ignorance when they say they want their politicians to be honest. What are these fucking cretins talking about? If honesty were suddenly introduced into American life, the whole system would collapse. No one would know what to do. Honesty would fuck this country up. And I think deep down Americans know that. That's why they elected and re-elected Bill Clinton. That's why. Because... Because the American people like their bullshit right out front where they can get a good, strong whiff of it. Clinton might be full of shit, but at least he lets you know it. Dole tried to hide it, didn't he? Dole kept saying, I'm a plain and honest man. Bullshit. People don't believe that. What did Clinton say? He said, hi folks, I'm completely full of shit and how do you like that? And the people said, you know something? At least he's honest. At least he's honest about being completely full of shit. It's just like the business world, same as business. Everybody knows by now, all businessmen are completely full of shit. Just the worst kind of low-life criminal cocksuckers you could ever want to run into. A fucking piece of shit businessman. And the proof of it, the proof of it is they don't even trust each other. They don't trust one another. When a businessman sits down and negotiate a deal, the first thing he does is to automatically assume that the other guy is a complete lying prick who's trying to fuck him out of his money. So he's gotta do everything he can to fuck the other guy a little bit faster and a little bit harder. And he's gotta do it with a big smile on his face. You know that big bullshit businessman smile? And if you're a customer, whoa! That's when you get the really big smile customer always gets a really big smile as the businessman carefully positions himself directly behind the customer and unzips his pants and proceeds to service the account. I'm servicing this account. This customer needs service. Now you know what they mean. Now you know what they mean when they say, we specialize in customer service. Whoever coined the phrase, let the buyer beware, was probably bleeding from the asshole. But that's good. Call me back on
1: Riverside 4. You're listening
4: to out. Daddy G Radio in the out. Grotto.
3: Let me pull a rabbit
0: out of my hat!
1: Again? Bucking up my
0: sleeve! Crystal! Uh, no doubt about it. I gotta get another hat. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. We will now play Ramellonese Secretings
4: by Lidacronz. <clears throat> oh yeah, he's got that poem about the dreadnought with the bicuspid canaphran.
1: You're right, gentlemen. It's strictly a case of ratchet and pippings. A 10th century rasbanya <laughs> Come in.
2: That's right. You guessed it. It's time for another Daddy G sing-along. Wee. That's right. You got it. You heard. It. You know the drill. You know the. You know the words to all these songs. Everybody, follow the bouncing ball. Here we go. Everybody, sing.
0: Qué dolor, qué dolor. Mama, qué dolor, mamá que dolor, que le están pegando, mamá que dolor, qué dolor, mamá que dolor, qué dolor, mamas que dolor.
2: You're
1: my kill of the night. to
2: is dedicated to Starzan called Swingin' Man by Jazzbit. Here we go. bit. Um Norm Macdonald. He passed away the other day. Uh similar conditions with uh with Hobo Jim actually. Uh, he had cancer and uh he didn't say a word to anyone. He not even his family. I don't know how long he knew about it, but it finally took him. Anyway, this piece is kind of ironic as he talks about his own funeral. No, You've been thinking about up. your
4: mortality
2: a lot lately. Or?
3: Well, yeah. I mean, you turn seventy, and uh, it's uh, you can't run from it. Ah,
0: fuck! I was hoping you could. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I differ from a lot of
2: people? When I really, <laughs> really, you're different from a lot of people. When I have my uh, funeral, you know. Yeah. And you
0: know most of these funerals, oh, dee, dee, crying and sad and everything like that. And uh, uh, that's what I like. You know, I don't want. I've heard of other ones. Let's have a party. Ah, mm-hmm. Ah, mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa! No party. There'll be a lot of party days later. <laughs> but right now, this is
2: I'm dead. <laughs> I mean, you know, people should be talking, crying. Thank you, my lovely sister. Thank you for meeting. Thank you for prefect, For coming in and staying for the whole show. And thank you, Doc Northwest Media. This is the last call for ecocktails so don't worry about cleaning up. As so far as that got that handled, have a happy and safe remainder of the weekend. And uh, I'll see you somewhere along the Bomb Talk Radio. Well remember, I love me some of y'all. Good night everybody.